Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> All right. I got one for us. Okay. <laughs> hey. Don't say A no more. Cephas and um, <laughs> what's the people's name? Cephas and... living color. Yeah, <laughs> that's who they are. I thought it Cephas and Remus. Yeah, something like that. I know it was one of was Cephas. I just oh, want to know. They were shaking their shoulders. They had choreography and steps. I just which one of y'all? <laughs> Said that that was gonna be okay. Oh God! And he had the audacity <laughs> to try to tell Candy <laughs> about performance about performances. <laughs> I know she probably looked at this and said, "Oh no, oh. you didn't. <laughs> I know you didn't. <laughs> I know you lied." <laughs> Welcome to another episode of. Two chicks talking shit. Oh my god. If y'all haven't figured out what in the world we're talking about, um, Ronnie DeVoe from New Edition and Shamari DeVoe um, of the group Black. You know, they're married. They're on Real Housewives of Atlanta and they were on Windy City Live right here in Chicago this week performing their new single, Love Comes through yeah and they sounded a hot bitch <laughs> like, uh, let me take that back she ain't sound she terrible. didn't sound bad the song is corny it's super corny and I want like couples to stop because you know who else is doing that who Remy Ma and Papoose you lying they got a little corny song for the golden child they baby you are freaking lying bro yeah nah see I ain't gonna be able to do it. I ain't. I am not gonna be able to do it because number one, both of them are probably the hardest rappers <laughs> in New York, both for both female and male. They like uh, ain't nothing soft about them. Too. They like <laughs> they like I cut you, I shoot you, and then I smack you in your face. And Man, like, listen, damn, like you gonna do all that to me? Papoose is smitten by this new baby. Oh, God. He was he was excited because you know that's all he wanted was yeah. for him to have a child. So he yeah. was excited, yeah, to say the least. But anyway, I, I totally get it. But they can stop it. Everybody is not the Carters. Um, you guys need oh, yeah. to quit it. I mean, the Carter shit was so good. You forgot that they was husband and wife. <laughs> I mean, because it's called talent, you know. 
I'm but you know what? Other people ain't talented. It's just like y'all saying Jay Z just made to, sense. I'm not going to limit it to talent. I'm going to say creativity. Mm-hmm. You know, like that shit that you know that they got going on is, is corny. Right. And it ain't like the Carters came out with like songs that was only about them. Like they was, just, I mean, it was about them, but it wasn't about them. Like you could right. like listen to it. It ain't feel like, like it damn. was corny. It, exactly. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, T and Fee's review of Love Comes Through. Shit's corny. It's corny. Get that. <laughs> She's still singing shit like she and her, uh, what was it, 808, 90? Boom, like an 808. No, she's still singing. She's, she, it's corny, sis. Mad corny. Okay, let's get into the tea. Come on with it. Okay, let's see where I would like to begin today. Let's start off with Erica Badu. Again? So out the way. After. We talked about it last week, you know, because of our cycle, we're a little, you know, we're a little off or whatever. So, um, on Twitter, Uh, Erica Badu and Dream Hampton, who is the executive producer of Surviving R. Kelly, they were going in on each other. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. I missed that. Um, Yeah, so... After the whole conversations on Twitter uh, about Badu and her performance in Chicago and her comments and then, you know, the confusion and all of that, um, Dream mm-hmm. Hampton stepped in to say, not surprised, she worked with him. And when they were asking folks to be in the documentary, they asked her and she declined to be in the documentary. She wasn't the only person that worked with him though and declined. So Erica Badu said, that's not true. I've never worked with him and I don't know him personally and was never asked to be a part of the documentary. Right. I'm trying to think, what song did R. Kelly and Eric, <laughs> that don't even sound like a combination. It, no, because it's not, barely can think about R. Kelly and Celine Dion and Lady Gaga, but you know, whatever. Right. Um, yeah. So then Hampton said, she asked her producer to contact Erica Badu to be in the documentary. For what? Documentary, because no. here we go. She wanted to clarify two things. One, a quote attributed to um, Erica Badu that said, "No one has done more for Black people than R. Kelly." And number two, what she was thinking when she called him her brother at the Soul Train Awards. Um. And they just continually went back and forth. And then Erica Badu basically said, you know, I ain't talked to your producers. Your producers ain't talked to me. Um, you had all the right people, the ones that was involved in the real life situations. So um, as for your producer and that request, you need to apologize because it never happened. Uh-huh. And so Dream was like, apologize? Are you kidding me? Again, you publicly said he did more for black people than anyone. If you want to apologize for that, fine. Apology accepted on behalf of Harriet and the whole crew. Girl, not drink. Not. All right. Yes. Too much, right? Right. Don't fuck up, man. You got people that ain't rooting for you. Mm -hmm. They're like, okay, thank you for this documentary. Thank you for exposing him. Thank you. And not so much exposing him. Thank you for giving these women. 
Thank you for giving the victims, you know, these these women, the survivors, a voice. Now, don't fuck up and get on folks' brass side. Yeah, like just chill, bro. Like chill, you, chill you out. You ain't got you ain't. It ain't that deep, sis. You can't. You ain't it, got time to be going out to everybody that don't that. You know what I'm saying? That like, don't agree with what you're saying. Everybody right. ain't go agree with you. Everybody ain't go side with you. So just move around. And then not only that, though, I feel like, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. If people, as long as people aren't bashing the victims. At this point, I don't have anything to say. I could care less. Right. What you think, what you say, any of that. As long as you don't go around, all oh, them hoes deserve it. Da 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 da. I'm I'm good. Like you can have your opinion. You can think what you want to think. I'm not going to be going back and forth for arguing with you. Ain't going back and forth with you, nigga. About no damn R fucking Kelly that ain't had a hit. <laughs> Since I don't even know the last time he came out with something that piqued my interest. There you have it. Moving right along. What? Um, <laughs> so this week, Chris Brown had a week in Paris. Mm-hmm. So in Paris, he's just kicking it, you know, just trying to, you know, live his life or whatever. So um, he was detained on the 23rd, I believe. And um, on charges of rape and drug offenses. Mm-hmm. So the French, I just want you to know, in case you don't know, they don't play around mm-hmm. um, when it comes to any of that. So they held him and they have they have um, three days to figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they can call in the little rape victims, ask her questions and call in, you know, call in whoever they need to. They can do a little pre-investigation to see if they have enough mm-hmm. to charge you before they actually charge you. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, interviewed the victim, alleged victim, and um basically they said her story did not add up. Oh wow. The, the um the case said that she um that Chris Brown raped her in his hotel suite for twenty five to thirty minutes. Then after that, she went to another room and was raped by one of Chris Brown's friends. Then again in a third room by another man. So they was passing they, around. <laughs> yes. So police found the story hard to believe that she never attempted to leave or inform any of the 20 people who were also in the room. Wait. (laughs) Apparently in the living room, they was having like, it was like a party type situation, Mm -hmm. which I can imagine, you know, it's a hotel suite. Chris Brown's still young. He probably got his homies with him. They done found some, either brought girls with them from the States or found some girls over there in in Paris. Mm -hmm. And they turned it up. They having a great time or whatever. And Shorty said that, you know, she got raped. But, like, if it's a bunch of people in the living room and you getting raped, you ain't scream, you ain't say help, you ain't do, you ain't do nothing, none of that for somebody to come and help you. Well, you know, I'm not going to say what she should or shouldn't have done, and you know, while being raped. But if you lying, sis, that's all <laughs> well, I'm saying. Well, so the Paris police believed so too. So they thought she was lying. And so they released Chris Brown 
And the first thing this boy posts on social media after he gets released is this said, bitch lying. This bitch lying. I saw that. I saw that. And I was like, like I here's my thing. Like, because I'm always so pro don't bash the, the victim, the victim. And, mm-hmm. and all that and don't shame the victim and you know you never know because it's always one, one person's story against the next and usually we never it's rare that we sat with the victim so in that case I'm kind of like man but I'm going to say this again if this bitch lying <laughs> Sis, we don't need this type of bullshit. Like we trying exactly. to move forward in exactly. this movement. We don't need you setting our asses back. Yeah, because that's exactly what happened. So like nobody believes her that it, that this happened. And actually, Chris is in Paris. Um, they say shooting shooting um, a music video. He's got his new girlfriend there with him. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of things that just aren't making sense. So on top of him posting that. Um, he's also filed a false accusation complaint over the incident. He should. Uh, and so it's basically a defamation of character lawsuit. So, and that carries a maximum sentence of one year in prison. So if you remember, I think Nellie went through something similar like this where a woman accused him of raping her and it didn't happen. Nellie is saying, we need to know who she is. Um, release her identity because you can't be out here lying on people like I completely agree if you woman enough to stand up there a and tell bold us both a, a, a bold face lie then or we need to see to who you are revenge or trying to get some money or Whatever the case yeah. may be, if you out here bogus, uh, you know it's money. Right. You know yeah, it's yeah, money. you need to be exposed. So, but, <laughs> and the last thing I'm going to say about this story is Chris Brown is the ultimate businessman because this young man is selling Bitch Lion t-shirts um, via his clothing company, Black Pyramid. <laughs> I saw that. Now, Chris... I ain't glad to support you on that. I'm not wearing that shirt. You gonna buy one? <laughs> oh, you I would, just you fatty. <laughs> you fatty. <laughs> I don't know if I'm I'll be able to support that. I would. I'm just saying. But he, I mean, hey, it you is know, what it unless is. Unless I not somebody, I, somebody turn around and start lying about me. Then you right. know. Then I yeah. might have to. I need. I'm I need the shirt. shirt. But as of right now, ain't nobody checking for me. Yeah, and so one other celebrity was involved in the um, this situation because of her um, her spot in society. Eve uh, on the on her show, the talk. Um, you know, she was standing up for you know, the victim and like Eve. <laughs> Yeah, so she she was talking big stuff on her show, um, The Talk, and she said she didn't realize how harsh her statements were, and she said 
uh, she was only harsh because she's passionate about the climate that we're in with women and all of these allegations coming out. She said, my passion wasn't geared towards Chris Brown. So she had, she issued an apology to him and his fans because she didn't mean to offend them, but she like, I'll have to send you the video. She was like going hard. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, sis. I understand all of y'all want to stand strong, but y'all got it. Y'all really got to chill. It's such a a touchy and tricky situation because, like, and I could kind of understand probably where she was coming from because you want to support the victim, you know, and you want to get away from us with the usual routine of when somebody comes out and says that somebody's been raped or something, our first thing is, oh, she lying. You know, or or we try right. to find, you know, we want to place blame on them. Well, what was you doing there by yourself? Or what you have on it? You should have known better. Like, you got to use common sense. Like, right. we never want to put the accountability on the men. And so on that front, you know, it's, it's, it gets tricky because like I said, you want to kind of sympathize or be sensitive towards the part, the victim or accuser because they're not all victims. Mm-hmm. Some of them are just accusers and sometimes they just not being honest. So you want to kind of be, like I said, sympathize with the accuser. But then when it starts coming out that they, you know, it get tricky because you don't want to sympathize. You don't want to go in too hard, and then you turn around and you look stupid because they come to find out that she lied. So it's tricky, right? It's tricky. Yeah, it's super tricky. Okay, we can't seem to get enough of Tierra Marie. I these can't. Past I had weeks. enough of her. Out of the bell. <laughs> anyway, what what's going on now? She still ain't so, paid. Uh, 50. Nope. 50 said Viacom is going to start paying him directly. He gonna say it's a, he said it's a shame. Mona only um, paying y'all $5,000 an episode. I was dying. I don't know if that's the real number, but it sounds like he's going through the proper channels to get his money directly garnished from whatever wages she gets yeah. from loving hip-hop. But um, it seems like all of this is really over now because her entire lawsuit was dismissed because she failed to appear in court for a scheduled a part of hearing the this month. She, she never wanted to, <laughs> yeah, she so. never wanted to end things with Akbar. She just wanted, she was just in her feelings. Another one, right? Accuser, so and her feelings. <laughs> so you go and yep. you want to slander and and make a fuss about something, and now you know now you gotta pay for it. Like I ain't mad if you accuse what? somebody, and they come and find out that it ain't right that you lie, you ought to pay. Stop playing so much. Right. So she doesn't owe Akbar any money as a result to the case being dismissed, but yeah, she does still owe fifty. He so that shit all the way. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, so I think it was yesterday, but the game released 
some lyrics um, to a song that, you know, he's putting out. Um, I guess it's his coming off of his upcoming, it's called, um, his upcoming LP is going to be called Born to Rap. And he shared a preview and these are the lyrics. I held Kim Kardashian by her throat, nigga. I made her swallow my kids until she choked, nigga. I should apologize because yay my folks, nigga. This is for all my vice lords and locks, nigga. So, um, I think they had a somewhat sexual relationship a few years ago, way a long time ago. Um, he even talked about it on Wendy Williams a while ago, saying, you know, but then when he was on Wendy Williams, he, he didn't want to say anything because he said that he said that he respected Kanye. He said Kim and Kanye have a beautiful family, they have beautiful children. So I and I'm really cool with Kanye. I don't want to disrespect. So my then man. what what changed? So that was because you just disrespected the shit out of him. This is I just I am like floored that he would do something like this like it is like it's one of the most disrespectful things a guy could do to another guy like it's Lolo like he's supposed to you call this nigga your friend you said you wouldn't disrespect him and his wife so I'm thinking something has transpired that we do not know about in you know on social media because it hasn't reached social media it must have happened behind the scenes because it seemed like he was very supportive of their relationship and now all of a sudden supportive and respectful and now he just being a fuck nigga like I don't give a I heard this I heard this um, not too while ago and I I just think it is the lamest and the weakest thing that a man can do is to sit up and talk about uh, a sexual experience that you had with a woman in the past and brag about it. It's, it's lame and it's whack. And it doesn't, like, if you think you, like, shaming her or you making her look bad, you're making yourself look bad. And what woman? Well, I know it's going to be some dumb ones. Going to still want to mess with them, but... Ugh, I just think it's whack, and I think it's lame. Well, he said he ain't never getting married, so that's one like one like that's a peek into his psyche there. Like he don't want to be married. He, that's because he don't, don't want to get married there, so. because you know at one point he was engaged. He was engaged to his kid, yep. uh, mother, mother, and mm-hmm. she won for she won for the bullshit. He didn't want to yeah. grow up, so that's why he don't want to be married. While you still right, yeah, you're childish. While you out here still talking about shout out to the uh, life lords and all that other foolishness, so you grown. Exactly, <laughs> you real grown. Real and you grown. grown and you rich. Like have, have several a seat, seats sir. now. When the FBI, you, I hate <laughs> come looking for you. For you right, checking your shits, trying to see. If you ain't out here doing illegal activity, don't get to talking about, oh, they after me. You 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 sent them after. You invited them. Right out that right to you. Exactly. So I ain't I think it was like I said, I thought it was what I think it's whack. And honestly, I think Kim 
should start suing their ass. Anytime somebody start bringing up her name in a song and talking about sexual relations, mm-hmm. she ought to sue their ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, like seriously, she's been in a pretty stable, happy marriage with Kanye for like, I don't know, this like got to be like six, well, they've only been married, I think, maybe like five years. But They've been together but like 10 about at this point. Like down in the 90s or some shit. Right, because all the videos and pictures that I saw that were related to this story, Kim was still wearing bad makeup back then right. and didn't have a good hairdresser. So, like, it had to be, you know, ages ago, like when she was really just out here. Probably, it was probably pre right. Reggie Bush. That's that's what I'm guessing. It's either pre Reggie Bush or that after probably Reggie was season Bush. one or two of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> right. Right. Like, chill out. Stop. Like I, I just think it's whack. Exactly. And I think that she should start suing them for doing that. Just start suing their ass. That'll shut them up. Name out your mouth. Keep your name. Right. My name out your mouth. It's the year of lawsuit. Okay. <laughs> um, I talked about last week Wendy Williams um, and the ongoing delays with her show. Um, and it seems like her mother-in-law is spilling the tea. Like, it's so much tea on the flow. I mean, ain't no more paper towels. can't mop it up? Ain't no, ain't no nothing to clean it up because the mama. So now we about to start suing mother-in-law too? It's out there now. We might as well just. Oh, so. The mother-in-law is be the year in the lawsuit. I just um, feel it. Wendy already tried to. <laughs> Sue their ass. So messy. So. Um, <laughs> the mama comes out saying that she has seen Kevin, who is her son, choking Wendy. And she said, at at another time, I witnessed him kicking the shit out of her and pushing her down the stairs. She is saying that the reason that Wendy is not reportedly coming back to the show is because of her, it's because of she suffered horrendous physical abuse at the hands of her husband, her son. They're saying that her, so now they're thinking that this shoulder injury is a result of domestic violence. And so this is actually, it's, it's getting right. bad, especially when mama start talking, like it's, it's gotta be like some piece of truth there. And the only thing I'm hoping Wendy will do is address the situation truthfully and openly and right. honest like she expects me all of her guests see. because I feel like exactly I feel like she gets on her show every day she's telling everybody's business when she has guests on her couch she wants them to be upfront honest tell us things that you know don't you don't tell anybody else and you like you want every piece of juice you can get whereas when it's always come to your personal problems and your tea and your issues with your husband who has had issues with infidelity you just sweep them under a rug you deny everything and 
you know, it's too many receipts out here, sis. Like, you can't keep denying everything and this nigga coming out her house and, you Chill. know, there's pictures of them out eating and, like, come on, bro. Like, you have, right, straight up chilling in your face. Like, just because you don't want to acknowledge whatever's going on doesn't mean it's not going on. So, I just hope she uses her platform the right way because if she is dealing with this, perhaps it could be her chance to be a voice um, and, you know, make some of this make sense for people. Like, you don't have to stick around and get your ass beat. Like, you, you can move on. But... I, I don't think she's going to do that. I think we're going to hear every excuse um, under the sun about mm-hmm. why she um, has well, been like on I said, her show. You know, I hope she does address it and speak out just for the simple fact that, like you said, you be out here telling everybody else to and telling everybody else business. So then you need to yep. address yours. Just come on. Come on, come on please. please. Just tell us what it is. Just come on. Just let it out. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Ain't nothing but show up. <laughs> um, all right. Um, so you talked about this patient mm-hmm. at the Hacienda Healthcare Facility um, during your Ain't That Some Shit a couple weeks ago. And they have figured out who the baby daddy is. Um, so... It actually was an LPN working at the facility. His name is Nathan Sutherland. He's 36 years old. Um, and DNA testing proved he was the father of the child. And so it's actually pretty, like, disgusting. Like, what? Like, mm-hmm. I've read, like, seven stories about this. And each one I, I read, it was, like, but more and more like it made my stomach hurt because like everybody like said he's the last person I would have thought like he was so nice and caring we were excited when he you know was the nurse um assigned Mm -hmm. to our you know our patient like other families at the facility and then so like it was like oh damn like they trusted this dude like everybody trusted him then on top of that like, it was one family who was like, well, now I need to see if he's the person that my um, son refers to as this monster oh, no. that comes to see him at night. Uh, and so they feel like this other patient might have oh, been wow. abused by him as well. So this is this is pretty bad it's pretty deep but like the dude comes from like a troubled background like he was an orphan um he was raised in an orphanage in haiti but like him and his sister they do some like gospel christian rapping and they go on tour in local churches and perform and like it's really crazy how people live two completely different lives like he has to put that persona Um, out yeah, he looked crazy in him. Yeah, but did you see his picture though? Dude looked crazy, bro. Um, but then he like so a uh, a weird fact in this case was he he married and his wife, him and his wife, um, was married. They got a divorce on December um twenty fourth or twenty eighth or something like that. And what's crazy is it was one day before. But one thing she knew was in the facility gave birth. She probably knew. I think the wife knew. Too big of that a, don't make that's, right. that's just too she probably that's knew. too coincidental. 
<laughs> like, come on now. Yeah, she knew something was up, so. Yeah, that's sick. Uh, I'm you just glad that they got that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Um, so one more, uh, one more petty story. This petty story comes oh, by way of the NBA. <laughs> so, um, you know, the Golden State Warriors, you know, they had mm-hmm. a game this week against the Washington Wizards. And, you know, they are also the champ. They're the champions currently, you know, they're the defending champions. And, um, you know, when that ha- when you're the champion of whatever, the NBA, NFL, you know, uh, college football, mm-hmm. you go visit the president of the United States. Well, um, they declined the visit to go see President Trump and instead held an hour-long private meeting with President Obama exactly. in his yeah. D.C. I, I don't want to go see him. I don't want to go see him. I'm a keep, we're going to keep reminding you that we don't want you here. We don't like you. We don't we like keep reminding you. you that. We don't like I you. I thought that was so petty. We don't like you. No, I don't want, no. I don't like you. Uh, no, I got some. Oh, you want us? Come? Nope. Sorry, I got something else to do. <laughs> sorry, we're busy. Wait, the president. So do you mean to tell me the president and Man, Obama? They, they, I just play sports. I don't really know what's right. going on. I, we don't. Uh, like we just gonna go you. see Obama. We're not coming to see you ever, because <laughs> we don't like you. Right. So. But yeah, I thought that was petty as hell, mm-hmm. but I love it. Yeah, you know, I love petty shit. Petty so. betty. I guess what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh-oh. We are back and it's time for Girl Talk. And we thought we would do something a little different. Um, we're almost a full month into this messy ass year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's already getting on my nerves. Yes. 20. Ridiculously messy. Um, so we thought it would be pretty cool to do a list of things that you should stop in 2019. Okay. Who's going first? I mean, all right. You want me to go first? Because, you yeah. know, I'm going to start with the petty shit. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. All right. Um, ladies, I love you. <laughs> You're beautiful. Beautiful. Just, I just love, like... The creativity in hairstyles and um, I love all the tutorials, kind of. But <laughs> one thing is real. Listen, one thing. Did you really say I love all the tutorials, kind of? Kind of. Like, <laughs> now sometimes, you know, I'll be online. I'm looking for something myself. Like, okay, I, I need to try and figure out a new hairdo. I need to figure out, you mm-hmm. know, a, a, a new look for makeup. Like, like, I really know how to do makeup. But, like, mm-hmm. um. These other tutorials be cool. But one thing that's really starting to bug the shit out of me is wigs and baby hair. <laughs> Listen. Not my ministry. Baby hair is just that. <laughs> it's hair that babies have around they look around, you know, the they little hairline, you know, mm-hmm. cuz they still developing and growing and figuring they whole demo out. Um when you 39, you don't have baby hair no more? You ain't got baby hair no more. Like, 
you have we have to chill with the baby hair. Yeah. It's like long as hell. Right. It'd be like, like they, they legit taking bangs and <laughs> turn it and it's a now I okay. <laughs> it'd be long enough to braid. If your baby hair is long enough to braid, it stop. Just stop yeah, it. I'm a I'ma give you I'ma give you that. I am <laughs> going to give you that a hundred percent because um yeah like like you said it'd be it'd be long enough like they take like a long strand of hair and then try to do like a whole wave across that hair it'd be too much now they now at the beauty supply stores they get they've made brushes specifically for your edges like Mm -hmm. it said now you don't have to go use your old toothbrush or buy a toothbrush for your Mm -mm. edges if you buy a brush (laughs) for your edges (laughs) now I'm just going to say this and you can say what you want to say if you go out and you go buy a brush for your edges you you don't deserve edges you too bougie Because the best edges are the edges that come naturally from a toothbrush. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> toothbrush edges be laid. I'm toothbrush sorry. edges are the best edges in the world. And if you are doing anything other than toothbrush edges, then we have <laughs> Houston. We have a problem. Uh, but see, okay, so then the other half of this is the wigs because now, you know, they have the wigs that come with the baby hair to make it look more realistic. So what? I don't really have, listen, wig technology has gone to another level in 2019. You know, I'm, I'm all about uh, a I'm short not, haircut. I get you. But like, okay, so I'm not hating on wigs themselves, mm-hmm. but some of y'all need to know when to let go of y'all wigs. Mm-hmm. I be seeing wigs that be like, or just like bad installs of your wig. So you ever see somebody, they got their braids or whatever, and you can tell they got their little part, or maybe they ain't even got braids. They just got their hair like parted down the middle and slicked back, but like their wigs start halfway back, back, like halfway, they part, like it's not even, hmm? it's not on their scalp, but their wig is like, an, you have seen bad wigs and probably don't even know it. I'm gonna send you a picture. Oh I'm Lord Jesus! You, I'm gonna send you a picture of somebody I know. That's oh. when I got mad. <laughs> Not because it was somebody you knew. That's it got too I close got to mad. home. I was like, "This, this is just not it." I'm about to send you a picture right now as we speak, so that you can get a full understanding of what this was. And I found it way too quick. I... <laughs> the bad oh, yeah. was too close to home for you. Yeah. So like. If you zoom in on said picture that you should receive in just a moment, <laughs> you will see wow. the natural hairline. Then you will see where the wig begins. Like, yeah, it's like a little further back because you can yeah. see like the little piece part. Yes. I know, like, but I thought, okay, so I just want <laughs> to let you know how much I don't know about uh, wigs or weave or anything like that. Yeah. Because I thought those were like uh, half wigs. So they do have half wigs, but like you're supposed to use that like if you're doing an up down or like you're doing something with the front of your hair, you can use the half wig for the back. Mm-hmm. But like, sis, 
If so you're you not do supposed it. to wear a half wig as a full wig is what you're saying. <laughs> At all. Okay. <laughs> but okay. so I'm like, I'm why just would you want to do that? I'm tired. Why of would you want to wear a half wig that's not gonna fit on your head right? Then Look you got that little piece, and they be trying. Like I've seen chicks do like concealer on their little half wigs. Like, oh, they do that. Oh, don't no. No, let me tell you, when they do wig installs and they put the stocking cap on, a lot of people, they're using makeup before they put the wig on so that it I wish matches. You use my makeup, my makeup on your damn head. <laughs> so they use it over like the like cap, active cap to make it look blend better. Honey, it's a whole science behind it, but I'm tired of bad installs. At least those people be trying to make it look realistic where you can't tell if it's their hair or not. Mm -hmm. But these bad wigs, gotta go. Okay. The next thing. Well, wait. Since we're talking about hair, I got one. I got a hair thing. Okay. Okay. For my short hair community. Okay. Because you know I'm all about a short pixie. I want us to stop being lazy. And I'm sick Mm -hmm. and tired of y'all finger waving, the size of back in y'all hair, and then curl in the top, looking like somebody out of a boobop, a bebop music group. Just stop. I, you know what I'm talking about? I saw that the other day. Like if, Listen, because you you know, I'm trying to learn how, because I want to finger wave my whole head, and I want to learn how to do yeah, it. Like, and so I was watching videos. Finger wave, like, yeah, you can finger wave your whole head or whatever. But me personally, I feel like these hairstylists is getting over on y'all asses because <laughs> they finger waving that shit because a real true good hairstylist can uh-huh. will be able to pick up and curl curl that curl hair, all yes. of that hair like the nothing that is there and so while y'all right. around here talking about waves gone crazy waves for days y'all getting y'all are getting got you get you getting hoodwinked. You getting bamboozled. Too. Bamboozled. Yeah. <laughs> she doing all that because she can't low key. She honestly she just can't curl your shit. Or not right. only that, but so they 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 put they finger waving it because one they not curling it and two they not cutting it right. Right. Because I'm seeing a lot. Oh, well, a lot. Of they got to get a new style. Right, but no, we talk. I'm talking about it's people getting flew out. They they uh they getting flued out. Ain't nobody getting flued out. Girl, it, it, <laughs> to get to get a half finger wave, half curl hair. You think I'm lying? And if they are, they need no. I don't think you lying because you wouldn't lie to me. You think I'm lying? <laughs> it's chicks out here that's like begging hairstylists to do the hair. Oh, I want you to do my hair. I want you to do my hair, girl. She ain't finna curl all your hair. Right. She don't even know what she's doing, bro. Stop. Like you just go on with her for the hype. Like stop. <laughs> Chill. So yeah, that's so. What you got next? Um, another thing. You know, I know these. I know men. You know, they have their own beauty regimens now. You know, men are like getting like into it now. You know, we got their beards going on, and you know, they got they. You know, they doing hair too. But like, I'm not here for the man weaves. Man weaves have got to stop in 2019. No man weaves. That's all. Listen, I I want these men to grow up 
and accept that you ain't got hair no more. I watched the whole last video where this dude put bra- the like crinkly braiding hair on his head. I think I saw like, that. Put a stocking cap over it so it was smushed down. Then they like trimmed it up to make it look like he had waves. The Negro was fully bald. Fully. I think I like, saw that one. Sis, like I'm not here for it. Like Okay, it's bad enough that y'all be coming at the chicks talking about, man, well, you couldn't even go swimming. You couldn't get caught in the rain. Now you can't. <laughs> like, now you can't, nigga. This gonna start raining. And men don't use umbrellas. Your whole your whole piece gonna just slide down your and face. And not only that, get- I, you know what I want to see? I want to see these men, <laughs> like, two or three days later. Maintain it. Maintain it. <laughs> I want to see how they maintain it because they don't know what they do. Exactly. And that's they go do ragged and keep it moving. I want to see how you maintain I, it because I know you ain't maintaining it right. And you ain't about to I get also, on your you ain't <laughs> about to be getting on your woman nerve talking about babe. Uh help me out with this. Um, my glue coming. My is uh, you got some glue. I need, glue. Can you go get me some glue? No. You got some hair glue. Not, you wanted the hairstyle, you got it. <laughs> I I even saw a video this week of a man using the kinky braiding hair to create a beard. He used eyelash glue. I think I saw that. And kinky braiding hair for a fucking beard. I was like, the world is coming Look, to an sir. end. My guy is not pleased with this. Look, sir. <laughs> if you ain't got it, you ain't got it. Be happy with what you got. Use what you got. That's what we're going to do. Done, son. I'm so done. What you got next? Uh, well, I ain't got nothing on that petty level. Let me see. What? Oh, well. No, you could just go ahead. It ain't all got to be petty. I mean, I have a couple serious so things. Then, okay. But I, I wanted to get my pettiness out the okay. way. You know, yeah. I feel like so, if I get that out, you know, I could be serious for a little bit. So, um, what I want to stop in 2019 is the cancel culture. Like we ain't been, like look, we can't cancel everybody out for everything they say. Why or not? Do. We just we can't. Did you say why not? <laughs> because ain't nobody got time. Y'all be overly mad and upset about the wrong yeah. stuff, and y'all be ready to cancel folks without like that whole Erica Badu thing. It was like y'all was ready to cancel her, and some some folks yeah. didn't even know the whole story, it, or the right story. What? Like you, you saw somebody else say that they was done, and now you was done. Now, and, and if you decide that you no longer want to be a part of someone's ministry, that is fine. You can go ahead and do that, but let's not make it a um, a national thing. You don't have to make it an announcement, and you can and, right. you, and, and stop trying to put people on your bandwagon. Like if, if exactly. folks if folks ain't for it, then they just ain't for it. So I'm tired of it. I want everybody just mad. I'm not. I'm not a bandwagon jumper. Period. So like, like I just I don't like it at all. I don't like it with sports. I don't like it with this cancellation stuff. Like just because five people got offended because you know somebody wore a T-shirt that said that had a rainbow on it. Now, now I'm supposed to be mad at uh, J.C. Penny because they made a rainbow shirt. What? Right. Like, no, nah. no, I'm not doing that. Like, y'all, y'all just jump on the pettiest bandwagons. It'd be like the dumbest thing. Right. Now, I understand when we trying to get, 
you know, our opinions heard or like something is really wrong and using social media, you know, so that we can, you know, express and educate others on things that, you know, are a problem. But like everybody ain't got to get canceled in 2019. All right, what you got? Along those same lines, I'm tired of the ultra sensitive population in 2019. Everybody that's like, that's offensive. That's offensive to the fleas on the dog. Why would you buy that flea collar for that dog? The fleas need a home too. Right. Like, yeah. Like, er, like, yeah. I hate you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. Like, oh. All right. We're we going to defend everybody. <laughs> right. Like, okay. I get it. People are way more in tune to every little word that you say nowadays because of social media. And I think that's but a listen, It is. But like, I don't feel like you should put your offense on me and then like, let's take the Kevin Hart situation um, as a example. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he apologized for his homophobic tweets years ago, right? Mm-hmm. So now that he's, you know, got another opportunity, like we got to bring it back up and rehash this. And like, I'm offended that they would even think of him to host the Oscars. <laughs> The fuck? <laughs> like, nigga, the nigga said, I'm sorry. So now you got to say, I'm sorry for some shit. He said, I'm sorry for it because 17 people are offended. Right. I'm tired of that. Like, that is the worst. Like, people are like literally walking around on eggshells, scared to post stuff. Like, the, like, celebrities who basically live off posting shit on the internet don't post things because they're afraid of the people being offended. Well, since we're talking about celebrities and social media, this one yeah. just popped in my head. And I know you be needing it for your tea, but I want to cancel the uh, iOS press releases. Oh. <laughs> you know. The ones that are typed up in notes and then they take a screenshot. Those they... going on live. <laughs> Going on, oh, that is it right there. All Going on, like, make, <laughs> because something like addressing issues and stuff like that. Like, I want to cancel that. Like, I am, uh oh, cancellation spirit. <laughs> uh oh, yeah. I, well, you know what I mean. I don't want to cancel the, I'm messing with you. I don't want to cancel I'm the people. With... I just want to cancel that thing. Like, that behavior. That yeah. Behavior. Like, let's not do that. Like, if you did something, address those people directly, especially these beefs. If somebody offended you or whatever like that, uh, especially celebrities, and you know you can mm-hmm. get in touch with them, we, we don't, the world, don't put us in it because we petty and we don't got shit else right. to do. We're going to make it worse. So now <laughs> what could have been a small little beef, a little misunderstanding between two adults mm-hmm. have now be, is now a thing because you didn't make this press release on social media and now we sharing it. We putting our two cents in. We misquoting. And now it's a big old beef. And y'all ready to right. y'all ready to fight. And it, it don't even have to get to that. Like it's way better. It's mu- it's much better ways to handle situations. Right. So that's but, all I'm saying. That's why I do that. We don't have to do that. Right. Um other thing I had was um 
So I think I was watching, no, I saw a post, it was like Bow Wow, and I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Bow Wow, but one thing I'm going to say, like, I like the relationship he has with his daughter, Mm -hmm. right? And he had his daughter on his shoulders, like on a live or on a video or something. And in the comments, somebody was like, what kind of man has her legs open above above his head like that? That's disgusting. Oh, my God. And I actually commented, like, I don't usually go (laughs) on nothing, like, on none of these people's pages and comment. But I commented and was like, I guess you ain't have a daddy. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Basically, like, are you serious? Have you never seen young young children on their father's shoulders like walking through a park or right. out or just out and about because the baby tired of walking or can't walk and they put so like, now people can't, can't can't carry their baby on their shoulder yeah so and I say all that to say, we can't do that i say, i say i'll have to say let's stop sexualizing innocent children like children are not sexy in any way like when north was had the red lipstick on they're talking like, that's too that's this and that's that and you, right. you wonder why men look at her men look at little girls a certain listen men look at little girls a certain way because men those kinds of men have are issues sick. and they're sick it has nothing to do with the child right and so like i just want us to stop turning innocent things that um, are happening with children into some sexual issue. It's just it's gross to me. It makes me sick. Like I hate I it. Like I, I really hate it. I, I will co-sign on that with you. And yes. I have one more. Okay. Um, in 2019 before you post a story on social media I need for you to uh, just take a moment and you know, do a little fact check, fact check, checking, check the date, mm-hmm. and make sure that that story is accurate and true. Let's stop, because Google is a thing. Google is real, people. It'll say Google works. It'll save your life. And so I be telling people to do their Googles. I don't understand. Man, just you know, a little Google will take you. It it'll save your life. And so for 2019, before you post. Or repost that somebody has died or passed away or something has happened. Uh, please check the date. Don't be having people in a tussy or getting all upset or emotional thinking they favorite artist or somebody that passed away only to find out that right. they was already dead or <laughs> <laughs> and been dead for some years. Yeah, I'd be like, or even like they be trying to educate you on something that's going on. Right. Like, and I'd be like, oh man, for real? I clicked the link and I'd be like, 2014? Right. What the hell are you giving me this stale news for? Right. Like, this, this shit is resolved. Oh. This issue is resolved. Like, okay, listen. All you got, it takes two seconds to when you click the link that you saw on social media. How about, oh, first of all, let me take a step back. Don't just share it. Right. Click the link and make sure it's real. Read it. How about that? Do a little look-see-loo. Skim over it. Because you might be clicking some shit and it got you out here looking crazy. Now you looking crazy. And then you have these people like, that's old. That's old news. 
Okay. Um, that's all you got? That's all I got. Okay. If you guys think of anything that people should stop doing in 2019, send us a voice message, send us an email, slide in our DMs. Let us know what you think about the things we should leave or stop. I just leave in 2018, stop in 2019. Yeah, there we go. Slide in our DM yeah. about the podcast. <laughs> Nothing else. Nothing else. <laughs> That's it. That's fine. <laughs> Be right back. We are back and it is time for some shiz not e. Your favorite. Your favorite part of a podcast. I know. Never know what I'm going to get messing around with Fee. Well, I have a few things this week. So let's start. I guess I'll go with the heavy stuff first. Give me one second as it comes up. (laughs) Make sure I double check the date. Make sure that this story (laughs) is accurate. Make sure it is relevant in 2019. Right. It is relevant. Make sure it's not stale. Right. We don't want to be sharing stale news in 2019. <laughs> we just said we're going to end that. So we're going to practice what we preach. So um, this is a sad story. A boy 10 years old in K- Kentucky um, committed suicide because yep. he was bullied for when a colar colostomy bag. Yep. Um, he was, you know, being teased to the point where he committed suicide. Um, he was born with several health problems and he was forced to wear the bag from birth. Mm-hmm. Um, he had like 20 some surgeries. Or, or yeah. Something. And on January 19th, his father was at choir rehearsal and his mother was grocery shopping, he, the young boy, walked into the closet and took his own life. They, The police haven't uh, released how exactly he did it, Yeah, but it was definitely a suicide. That's terrible. Right. Um, he was a victim of bullying. He said at the school that he attended, he had claimed that he was called the N-word by another student on the ride home. Uh, when he refused to fight, they choked him. Uh, they went to the school to help, but nothing was really done. And so as a result of that, the young boy took his life. Like, that's some shit. Let's cancel that bullying shit in 2019. Like, it's <sighs> unfortunate. It's right? like, talk to your kids. Teach your kids that everybody is not the same and everybody is not, is diff- that, you know, people are different and you know, let people just live their life. And if you don't fuck with people, because I'm going to be honest, it's people that I be looking at and I just be like, oh, no, honey. Not not in my lifetime. You you can't sit with me. <laughs> but but I'm not going to be mean to them. I just act, you know, I would rather, if you're not my cup of tea or if you, you know, you're, I can't get with you, I would just rather act like, you know, I just don't bother you. Like, I'm not going to bully you or make you feel bad. Right, and I'm, and I'm sure the school probably could have handled it a, a, a better way as well. I know 
a lot of times they, you know, they, they do their bare minimum right, uh, um, to make sure, you know, certain parents are alerted of what's going on and everything. But I just feel like sometimes they don't do enough. Right. So, you know, it's, it's a lot of people that are respons- responsible for this, the parents of the other children, the school. I just feel like more could have been done to save this young man's life. And, you know, I don't know if he, you know, they talked about it on uh, uh, any of the articles I read, but like maybe, you know, he never had a real conversation with his parents about it or maybe mm-hmm. they didn't know how to handle the well, situation I think or didn't they, think it was that bad. I think they did try to talk to the school and handle mm-hmm. it, but, you know, it's, it's one of those things where your hands are tied and it's yeah. only so much you can do, and especially when you deal with other folks and how they raise their kids and you know, so it 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 goes a long way. But I'm gonna tell you this: y'all better be lucky. My mind wasn't around during that bullying age, because it would have been a lot of kids getting ass whooped. Well, there you have it. So, uh, next story: David Matheson, who was a gay conversion therapist, a Mormon. What? What? Oh, okay. A Mormon gay. I'm not. I'm not asking no questions. I don't know what a gay conversion therapist is, but let's just keep moving. So let's a gay. You know. Nope. Don't want to go there. Let's go. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say the wrong thing. I'm gonna say the wrong thing. You know, they, 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 um, they, they um, help you or guide you. That's the and to um. How you come out and how that transition? No, they guided, they convert you from being gay, gay to straight. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. See, that's why I was going there. Okay, go ahead. Continue yeah. with your story. So, <laughs> uh, he was a gay conversion therapist uh, for the Mormon Church, Mormon Mormon Church, and he has now decided that he wants to live in his truth as a gay man. Jesus Christ. Yes. See, this is so this is where I knew it was going and I don't have no words. So, let's just keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, he just he decided that, you know, he wants to live his life in a gay relationship. So, mm-hmm. that's all okay. I, I just, you know, I don't even have Ain't no words like for have, real. No All this words. time like, you trying to you... force somebody and convert them into something that they not like. They live in their truth, and you trying to take make them be something that they not. Meanwhile, only to find out you doing that you the same, same shit. Get out of here, boy! Right, like I would have been like when they said, with, like when he announced that he would have been like, so guys, you know, however he announced it, I would have been like, about time, nigga. Right. You think we didn't know? We was waiting on you. Welcome mm-hmm. to the family. Mm-hmm. Now, come on. So, yeah. Okay. So, this last, I have one more. Okay. Because I have, I'm I, I'm going to pick one. Let me pick which one I'm going to do because this. Okay. So, um, you know, I got to find a story about Chi-Town, Chi-Town, Chi-Town. Mm-hmm. So, a CTA bus driver, for those of you who don't know what CTA is, in Chicago, that is the Chicago Transit oh Authority. Not that, this dude. That is Not what. That is um, the trans- the public transportation for the city of Chicago, and a bus driver 
jumped out of the window. So did. When a passenger started shooting on the bus on Absolutely. 79th Street. He yep. said, y'all hoes don't pay me enough for this shit. And <laughs> I'm, I'm not out. trying to lose my life over this foolishness. I'm not yes. doing this with y'all today. Yes. So, yeah. One of my friends works with CTA. He's a manager. And he was talking in our group chat about uh-huh. about this he was like this dude really talked about <laughs> really jumped out the window and he the only one that end, ended up injured in the whole situation right yeah because he i think let me see let me go back and look in the story because i believe he hurt yeah the driver injured himself in the fall but avoided being shot um but did nobody get shot the gun like the bullet hit like mm-hmm. the railing or something but yeah. it didn't he the shooter didn't shoot anybody but um yeah like i just they never said and i just want to know like was the bus still moving like so what had happened was because that's they what were i talking about it on the say. news and they were saying that you know the two people the two people involved got on the bus at the same bus stop Right. And they something got, started, into it. got into it. And I thought they said the bus drop they stopped the bus and then he started shoot they started shooting. And then, and then he, jumped. he jumped out the window. Okay. <laughs> that that would make sense to me. Everything was on Seventy like, ninth Street is possible. You girl, can tell me that you saw a pig fly on Seventy ninth Street. And I'll be, be like, like, you know what? That's makes sense happened. to me. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Cause when they told me when they said where this was, I was like Yep, yep, that that sounds about right. Yeah, it was like, well, you, you I mean, what? Yeah, <laughs> that was me when I read it. I was like, oh, oh, seventy ninth. Well, well, <laughs> yeah, I okay. There, this story, you know, this story makes perfect sense to me. Right. So okay, I got one, and it's just it's kind of disgusting, but it but it's a, it's like really okay. So. Uh, a Taiwanese airline is considering a permanent ban for an overweight passenger who allegedly forced an all-female cabin crew to undress and then clean him after he used the bathroom. What? After two hours into the flight, this guy, he had boarded the aircraft in a wheelchair. He told the flight attendant that he needed to use the bathroom. But when the 440-pound man asked to be undressed, the flight attendants believed the requests were well beyond their scope of responsibility. Hell yeah, it is. Because after they refused, he became unruly and threatened to relieve himself on the floor if the women do not help him. Well, that's fine. So... Go do what After you gotta do. Bro. The passengers' genitals were now exposed. One of the Kylie's brought a blanket and used it to cover him modestly. But he, he was very angry, slapped my hand away, saying he didn't want it and wanted me to remove his underwear so he could use the toilet. Um, sir, first of all, where's your help? Where's your um <laughs> your keeper, your 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 attend your assist like don't you yeah. are you traveling alone? You don't have nobody to Right. Like to take care of you. Like where's your caregiver? That's what I'm looking for. There you go. Where's your yeah. caregiver? Because they don't pay me to do this. So as the incident escalated, the man refused to leave the bathroom unless the woman wiped his butt 
after he finished using the bathroom. Nah. No, sir. That's not my job description. So they just wanted to get him out of the bathroom. But as they were assisting at that point, he said, oh, mm, deeper, deeper. Then accused the chief flight attendant of not properly cleaning his backside and requested her to do it again. No. Then, I guess when it was sufficient for him, he said, you can pull my pants back up now. Can I tell you how many times no. I would have smacked shit out of this man? I would have left his ass in that bathroom for the whole fight. <laughs> you can't do that, but I probably, you probably ain't fucking I probably him. can't do it, but I, I wasn't going to wipe his ass either. Right. Lord, today. But yeah, that yeah, was he, that. Yeah, you know. No, 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 we're not doing this, sir. You're going to get your ass out this fucking bathroom. See, they people too nice. Right. Because I would, you're going to get your motherfucking ass. Right. I get, your, get your big get your ass motherfucking you ass out this goddamn. Get your. <laughs> I'm not doing this shit with you. Get your right. ass out this bathroom. Get your. Oh. I don't like you. I don't like you. <laughs> Get your ass out this bathroom. <laughs> they would have been like, like uh, hey, you can't talk to him that way. I don't give a shit. Get your ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll be right back. <laughs> On a positive note. On a positive note. Positive news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Um, you got anything? <laughs> okay, I will start. Okay, so <laughs> Benny College Wait, is stop. a historic. I'm no, I ain't got time you. for you. Oh, blast! <laughs> you Go ahead. You can, I, go ahead. You can have something this week. You know. Because I've, oh. I've been carrying this segment for the past. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Okay. Back to what I'm saying. I ain't got time for your boo ballet today. You want some talk about you carrying a segment. <laughs> okay. Bennett College is a historically back college in Greensboro, North Carolina. What's the name of um, it? It's a Bennett College. It's a private, historically backed college for women in Greensboro, North Carolina. Okay. They have been trying to up their cash on hand to keep the school open. Um, so they have raised a total of $1.5 million since December. The AKAs donated... I'm sorry. The Alphas donated $31,000. Okay, And New Mark Knight... And then Newmark Knight Frank, I don't know who that is or what company, $10,000. On the Ricky Smiley Morning Show this week, Papa John's announced that they will be <laughs> donating a total of $500,000 sure to um, Bennett College. This will be one of the many items that um, um, Papa John's is kind of rolling out with their initiatives for diversity and inclusion. Well, you know why? After they had to replace their founder. 
um, this this past year. So the new CEO, Steve McRitchie, um, is really excited about it. Um, this will be one of the first donations from the Papa John's Foundation um, to historically black colleges. I was just about to say, so, now you know why they uh oh yes they donating <laughs> that money because uh yep yeah got a little sticky for y'all for a minute <laughs> real quick. Um, so they had to, they actually talked a little bit about it on a Ricky Smiley morning show about how they, you know, um, are working on their culture of diversity and inclusion, um, upper management, um, like the executives have already taken a course and then they're trying to make sure that all of the staff at all of the, um, restaurant chains across North America get the same training. So people know how to deal with diversity. Uh-huh. Um, similar to how Starbucks did. So I'm I'm glad they did that. So there are um, links on a lot of different places, like Shade Room has it, as well as Fox 8 out of North Carolina, Ricky Smiley Morning Show, of where you can donate money to Bennett College. But I'm pretty sure they are going to reach their mm-hmm. goal um, so that they can keep their doors open. That's what's up. It's unfortunate that... Um... HBCUs don't get the proper funding like other schools do. Yeah, no comment. Um, So, I'm not going to talk, I don't want to talk about it on the air too much, but I feel like um, it's it's something in the culture at HBCUs too, where it's also hard for them to help their students with funding as well. Because they don't have the money. So like, yeah, and so I don't know if it's like be, just because of that, like Tay, Tay is thinking, was thinking about going to an HBCU, one, just one, like one was on her list, and they actually came to speak at her school and they were giving some statistics, but they mentioned that of their, when kids started asking about their graduation graduation rate, they were saying a lot of kids can't finish because they, you know, can't get the funding uh-huh. for school. So it, it's unfortunate it is. Um, that that is... That is the problem. Um, so I have one more story um, since I'm holding this down this week. Um, <laughs> well, oh, okay. okay. I'm already full of that stuff. <laughs> I'm a, Kevin Durant um, is giving back to the community that he grew up in, which is Prince George County, Maryland. Okay. This week, he opened the Durant Center. It is a facility towards that is geared towards helping low-income and understand, underserved students enroll and graduate from college. The after-school facility um, had, has an inaugural class of 69 students who will be offered multiple academic, financial, and social, social emotional resources to help with college and career development. Um, he helped create the educational facility in partnership with College Track, which uses a 10-year plan to help students from their early teen years through college graduation by offering tutoring services and college scholarships. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty dope. I like when the when the players give back to their communities because most of them have come from, you know, low income areas and, you know, if it had not been for basketball, they wouldn't probably wouldn't have made it out. So it's, it's dope that they are giving back. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, last call. You got anything? No, <laughs> no, ma'am. 
<laughs> I don't. Not this week. All right. Okay. Stay tuned. Well, stay tuned, everyone. Maybe one one week we'll get it together. <laughs> Um, if you have topics, questions, comments, concerns, feel free to email us at the number two chicks, T-A-L-K-I-N-S-H-Y-T at gmail.com. We're also available on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. Um, send us a message on there. And if you listen to us on the Anchor app, send us a voice message with your question and we can incorporate that into our episode. Um, and until next time, I guess we'll talk to y'all later. Peace.